Hello and welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today it's episode number 32. You will see it when you believe it. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer is already within your reach? In each episode, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining a spotlight on your inner world and eliciting awareness and wisdom. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to show you how to love yourself back to life. In this episode, I will share the details of an experience I had with my spiritual coach, Tal Shea. I mentioned about Tal in episode 16, my overnight success. In resume, Tal is a psychotherapist and an intuitive business coach. And my biggest takeaway with Tal is how she taught me to keep my mind open to any possibilities. She gave me the tools required to keep pushing through. And to this day, it's her teaching that sustains my dreams when the only way forward can only be backed by faith and belief. The experience that I'm going to talk about happened on April 11, 2014. I'm sharing this event with you for two reasons. First, I want you to understand that it takes time to transform. Transformation is a process which requires time to manifest. It's like planting a fruit tree. It requires time and labor before you can eat the fruit. And second, what I experienced that day was a vision of my future. It's this vision that sustains my mission up to this day with this episode is to provide you with a new perspective that, who knows, may help you in your journey. This vision is deep and spiritual, and if it sounds foreign to you, just know that it was all foreign language to me when I experienced that. So keep an open mind. So here we go. April 11, 2014. I was on a coaching call with Tal. She asked how I'm doing, and I told her that I'm concerned with my relationship with my husband, the business, and dealing with the lack of money. And I continue saying that I seem to be waiting for my husband to be ready all the time. It seems challenging for my husband to come up with creative ideas and being able to let go of what he knows and what he's comfortable with. I feel also that as something is not working well with the energy flow, I know deep inside my husband does not feel good about himself and he doesn't treat me very well either. I struggle even to be present on that call. It's becoming unbearable to focus on anything. I'm hurting and all I want to do is cry. Tal asked that I dive into my higher self and from that perspective, what do I wish most? I look inside my heart And I said, I'm so tired of hurting. I long for freedom. Tal suggested that I dive into the hurt. I dive into the hurt. The water is dark and murky. Deep at the bottom, I see a treasure chest. Inside, I see jewelry. But further in, I see freedom. And in the freedom, I see happiness. Happiness and freedom are linked together. I continue swimming in this 
happiness, freedom. Interestingly, the water shift now becomes clear, blue, like tropical ocean water. As I'm swimming into the unknown, I hear a crow, and it comes from Tal's side. At first, I tried to ignore it, but it kept on going, so I tell Tal, the crow is distracting me. Tal was surprised that I heard it from her side. She said, anything we hear during this kind of exercise matters, so let's bring him in. I asked the crow what he wants. He wants me to fly with him. So I go with him, and he brings me to his kind. For some reason, his pack of crows are all sick. I spend days touching their little heads. When I do, it suits them. Then something dawned on me. I need to find out what makes them sick. I figure out that the water they are drinking make them sick. Intuitively, I know how to cure the crows by giving them the blue ocean water. There are too many crows to carry back, so using the crow's magic, we propel the water upwards and it starts spiraling upwards, but it doesn't look like water. It looks more like fire energy. When it arrives at the colony of birds, it heals them. The crow is happy, and he becomes my spiritual animal. I call him my crow medicine. I feel happy that I help them. I move on to my journey through the forest. There is a long winding road in the wood. Animals are following me. It's peaceful, but I realize that there are no humans. I ask my higher self, how long more? It said just to keep on going. The walk is long, tiring, and very lonely. The journey takes years. The crow medicine stays with me, guiding me along. Years later, I arrive in a new town. They are alarmed by the crow medicine. Upon hearing the bird, people are coming out. People ask why it took me so long to show up. I told them that the road was challenging. For some reason, the people want to receive the water fire energy. The same energy I gave the birds. Tal suggests that I replace the water fire energy with a skincare cream. As I do, I find myself surrounded by thousands of people who want it. So Tal says that the skincare cream, in some ways, is more than a cream. There is an energy surrounding my work that attract people to it. When I was in that moment, I felt excited. There was really weird feeling to it. And the message that I received is, in short, that I will gain happiness and freedom by helping others. The universe sent a crow to test my true nature. The crow needed my scientific knowledge to assist in figuring out why the crows were sick. Deeper, he was watching me to see if I was willing to care for sick crows. Many people fear them as they are mysterious creatures, oftentimes symbolized as bad omens or a sign of death. Because I saved them, the universe saw my good nature and granted me acro medicine as a spirit animal, which connected to my higher self and to the unknown. He became my guide, the link between my present and my future. At home, in my current reality, I'm at crossroads. I have to choose 
to step into the unknown or stay in the strained relationship that is tearing my soul apart. Am I willing to help myself? I chose to go forward in the unknown, using my higher self as a rudder. I have to believe in my outcome before I can see it. Researching on the internet, I found that acromedicine is known for the mysteries of creation and the keeper of all sacred laws. Its presence brings a message that a change in consciousness is about to happen. It guides the magic of healing, bringing about a new reality and dispels disease or illness. Chromedicine dwells beyond the realm of time and space. It gives me the courage to enter the darkness of the void, which is the home of all that is not yet formed, including belief and future reality. My next step is to figure out my life mission and will I be willing to walk my talk and speak my truth. The Chromedicine says you have a powerful voice. However, personal freedom will come when you address the issue that you may not be quite understanding right now. However, you know you feel them. You know something is out of balance. And the Chromedicine is there to guide you, to help you releasing your old reality. And it gives you the strength to let go of the fear and disempowering beliefs so that you can become your future self. As a spirit guide, the Chromedicine will direct me in getting in touch with life mysteries. I develop abilities to perceive subtle shifts in the energy within myself and in my environment. It allows me to go beyond the illusions, especially of dualities, of right and wrong, inner and outer. It gives me a higher perspective, an edge, which helps developing my willpower from within and speak my truth more loudly. Now coming back to present, I have to say, when I revisited this document, it took my breath away. I remember when I was writing this, it made no sense. I was afraid. I was wondering how one day this is going to manifest. And in 2018, I can say all of it has happened. I was willing to take four years. And now I have a better understanding of what I had to go through and why it happened the way it did. To wrap up this episode, I took the time to share how I made it this far because I know when we look at the leaders in the news, we oftentimes think of them as being born lucky. In truth, we are all born starting somewhere and it's up to us to rise above and find ways to turn any adversity into something positive. And it begins with the ability to believe. All of us have a story and it's part of our journey. The journey to self-discovery is the most challenging and the most rewarding at the same time. No one path is the same. The key is to be open. And the biggest gift I can wish for is for you to have the ability to discern what works for you. Like knowing who you can count on and trust. And most important, having the ability to see and believe in yourself and in your future possibilities. And from the bottom of my heart, I sincerely thank you for listening. I wish you all a wonderful day. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach me at ask 
at nadiafleury.com and I sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.